Grand evening and welcome to the Morning Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Steele Gray. Thank you so much for joining me once again. Today is a special day for my podcast because I am interviewing one of my favorite people in the world. Her name is Irene. I've known Irene for over 10 years, I believe. And uh, she's smoking. She's smoking right now. Okay. (laughs) And Irene is Irene is Irene is one of the most fascinating people I've ever met. I've lived with her for a while. I've been friends with her. I've been friends with her friends. She's helped me. I've helped her. We have an amazing, amazing friendship. Wow, so, <clears throat> without further ado, I would like to introduce you to Irene Sherbet. My name is Irene Ruth Leia, like Princess Oh, Leia. I didn't realize that. L-E-A-H. Ruth Leia. I forgot that. My okay. Jewish name. That's good. That's good. I totally and forgot my that. My name isn't Sherbet. It's I'm Romanian. Ah, Sherbate. Ah, Interesting. I didn't know that Romanian. all this time. That's amazing. God, I'm glad he came to America. So where were you born? In the Bronx. You were born in the Bronx? I was seven months. My mother was seven months pregnant. Wow. I was three pounds when I was born. Wow. And when were you born? September 23rd, 1950. Like Bruce Springsteen, you dodo. Oh, 42, right. You're born in the same day. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I listen to his music lately. Right. He got better and better. No, he's great. He's a wonderful guy. But this is about you. Me? So what are your thoughts on the current thing with the the pandemic and the... How do you feel about that? The pandemic is not real. Okay. It was invented by Chinese people in the laboratory. Right. I never got the shot. Mm-hmm. My brother got two, a booster. Right. I said, how do you feel, booster, booster? <laughs> he felt awful before. He felt awful after it, too. <clears throat> You've been living oh. on Central Park West for how many years? My whole life. Your whole life? I moved in here when I was married. What I year was that? Do you remember what year you moved in? Like... Mm, 19, the 1900s. 1900s, <laughs> the 1900s, and that's Max in the background. I mean, why did I say Max? <laughs> Max. That that was Maxie a that Maxie. was an interesting slip, and only Who's I Max? know why. I'll Maxie. tell you. I'll tell you about that afterwards. That is Danny. That is barking. My dog. Your dog. I love Danny more than anybody. I know you do. I know you do. So you lived here since the 19. You said the 1900s. 1900 what? I was married in 1900, and I, t- I made Tony marry me. I made Tony marry I me. Did. That's funny. I called him up. I said, to- he was in Florida. I said, Tony, do you love me? He said, yes, I do. I said, well, we're getting married at the Carlisle. So awesome. Fifth Avenue. The Carlisle is awesome. The Carlisle and the, his holiness, the Dalai Lama stayed at the Carlisle. That's right. That's right. And we got <clears> married. <throat> Tony wore an orange striped tie. Mm-hmm. He sweated like a pig. When we, when the rabbi, the Rebbitson said, "Do you, Carol?" Ah! <laughs> Why are he you screaming? His ex-wife, Carol, was his ex-wife. Oh, that's right. Oh my God! The rabbi said the name of his ex-wife. That's so crazy. My father said, "No, Irene." That's amazing. I almost married my own 
That is amazing. Wow. And that's the truth. What what do you think is the best thing about living next to Central Park? I jog. You used to jog around the park all the time? And then you, you did yoga, right? And fitness and all that? I was a, you I were went a trainer. to FIT. You went to FIT, right? I was a fit teacher. Right. Fit, FIT, you get it? Got it. You got it? Got it, thanks. You got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> did you get it? Oh, my yes, God. Yes, you got it. <clears throat> Look at Danny. What are you... Hey, Danny. The dog is looking at me like he wants to say something in the podcast. You are a person who stays inside a lot. Why? Because I don't like people. You like people. I, That's well, not true. Well, when I see them, I'll talk to them, but mostly I don't. I feel like you like people, but okay, let's go with that. For the, I for, talk to people. You do, but it's not like you don't like them. I don't think so. I mean, I've seen you around people. You're pleasant. You know, how, how it is. Um, do you know what? Mike thinks that I'm unpleasant. Really? He's always uh, chasing me, like your name. <laughs> Chase. Right. And do you know what I thought your name was? What? Chase Gray Steele. I know you always say that, but you know it's not Chase Gray Steele. Right? Did you steal you, something? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been living in New York for what? Over 40 years, right? Like Manhattan over 40 years. I lived in Florida for 10 years. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You have a place I'm in Florida. I'm a Floridian. Right, right. The I other... traveled the world. Yes, I totally understand. I went understand. to Hawaii. I went to Alaska. Mm-hmm. I went you... to Alaska, too, on the cruise ship. I told you that. Um, what is your favorite part about New York? I mean, nothing. I know you don't go out a lot now, but, but in your heyday, what was in New York like? The New York that you knew, what were you like? You were like, this was my favorite thing to do. Like back in the day when you were out in the street and doing stuff and... I remember when there was something wrong with New York and we had to walk to work. Do you remember that? Oh, you mean no train service at all? But that was like car. a flood or blackout or something? Blackout. Oh, the blackout. I remember that. And when there was a blackout, Hazel Leister came to our apartment, which was on Fifth Avenue, next to the person Nixon and Rockefeller lived next door to us. Mm-hmm. Do you know Nixon? Wow. Rockefeller next door to you? Yes. What street was that? He fucked everybody. <laughs> okay. His the, wife's the, name the was Abby. She just wasn't took another too turn. Abby. Okay, sit down. Relax. <laughs> the podcast just took a turn. We just lost some, some viewers. <laughs> no, Why we're good. I don't want to talk about sex. No, everything's fine. I want you to be who you are. Um, I am. I, I, you, you couldn't, I guess you I couldn't am. do it any other way. Um, if you could live somewhere else outside of New York, where would you live? Japan, really? Why Japan? I've been to Japan. It's really incredible there. It's just a different mood, different mindsets. People, they live differently. They use the space. They're thankful for their things. They, Thank they, you. It's different. It's a different appreciation. That's what I've always seen. But You were in Japan? Yeah, I was in Japan Tokyo. when I was on tour, yeah. I was uh, in Swing, the musical. So I was in different... Swing? Swing. Swing, swung, swung. <laughs> <laughs> swung, swung, swung. <laughs> um, You've been in 
a lot of shows. I have been in some stuff. My God. Uh, but this is about you. I want to talk about you. I don't want to talk about me. Yeah, but you're interesting like that. No, you're interesting. Well, you I think you're more interesting. I'm not... I just lost the audience. I put my hand on my leg and she asked me if I was playing with my balls. You are. Here we go. Okay. And we're back. Um, oh my God. So just a couple more questions before we wrap it up. Are you in a place right now where you're comfortable? I'm happy. With yourself? I'm happy. Right? You don't need to go out, hang out with friends. You're happy where you are. And you know who died? Who? Sidney Poitier. Oh, right. Yes. He was one of your favorites, right? A black man. I know. He was great. He, he, he broke Peggy boundaries. Wright. What? Peggy, the woman that was 93. Peggy Wright, Peggy Wong, Peggy, Peggy. Peggy, Peggy Lee, Peggy, I don't, who Peggy are you talking about? Old lady, 93 she was when she died. Connected to Sydney Portier? No. Oh. Another, um, the girl upstairs or downstairs. Right. You, I think about people who are dead. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. You don't want to be buried? In a pet cemetery. You're going to be cremated? In a pet cemetery. I know. You said that four times. I'm a Buddhist. I lay in bed for three days. <laughs> you don't move me. I mean, uh, I want my soul to leave. I'm screaming. Okay, you're screaming. Don't scream. Please don't scream. Sit down. Scream. Sit down. So you push me you down. And I, you and I have talked about a lot of spiritual things over the years that I've known you. We've looked at books together. What advice would you give someone today that has to do with the world of spirituality? Like Sit on the cushion. Mm -hmm. That's what Draga said. He went to Russia. Mm -hmm. He was standing in front of the people that they're killing. Right. He talked to the people. Get on your fucking cushion. Sit. Mm -hmm. Meditate. Right. Do you think Putin meditates? No. I'm going to go with no on that. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to go with no on that. But I don't know everything. Maybe he does. No. Maybe he does. No. Putin can't, can't possibly meditate. Okay. But we don't want to talk He's about... A schmuck. We don't want to talk about politics. I'm here, no. I'm here to talk about you. My you and I always TV. talk about spirituality, quotes, people like Thich Nhat Hanh, Hanh and stuff oh, like that. He died. he died recently. Oh, I know. <coughs> If you, if you could remember, one, <laughs> if you could remember two quotes that you've always loved your whole life, what would they be? I'll find but like, I'm, I mean, one that you know, one that you could just say. My favorite guru. Who's your favorite? Osho. Oh, Osho! I love Osho. Wow, I can't believe you said that. What did he say? Walk backwards. Walk backwards? Meaning what? Just walk backwards. And that's what I do. And that's how I met a girl. Walk but wait, that was the whole quote? No. Walk backwards? He did. He said walk backwards. No, but why? Who knows? See? Uh, the giraffe. He fucks the giraffe. What's wrong with you? <laughs> okay, okay. Take it easy. Walk backwards and what else? No, but I want to know quotes that follow you around your life. What, what, like something that you, you live by. My books. A quote I live by. How can I quote something, you schmuck? There are a million things that No, I said, say. but for you, the ones that One stick out to you. One thing is not enough, you schmuck. <laughs> I have a million... <laughs> 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 
The interview just turned. Ladies and gentlemen, this this has been the Morning Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Steele Gray. This was going to be exciting. I knew it from the beginning. That's why I did it. I wanted you to get a, a, just a, a smidge view into Irene, one of the most fascinating people I've ever met in my life. Fascinating. I'm not so fascinating. you are. You're fascinating. So what I'm going to do now is call this part one. I appreciate you all being here. Thank you, Irene. It's been a great little mini Thank interview. You, Chase Steel Gray. Well, there, there you go. Chase Gray and there, <laughs> and there you go. As always, it was a pleasure having all of you listen. I appreciate you so much. The podcast will just keep getting more and more interesting. But my friend this Irene, is when I was a girl. she's not from. She's not finished with the interview. This is amazing. She's showing me pictures, but I will. Twelve years old. <laughs> I will give you the part two as soon as it comes out. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Be well. Stay in tuned. Be love. Treat others with the highest respect that you can. Everyone is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. Be well. Have fun. And we will speak again soon. Peace. Grand day. And welcome to the Morning Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Steele Gray. I am so glad that you're here. Today's episode is entitled, The Best That You Can Do, Slash Being Calm. As I record this particular episode, I'm walking through Central Park and taking in all of the natural sounds, all the natural feels, all the natural goings on as you can hear the children and the carousel and the dogs and everything that is around everything that is happening in the now and I was thinking to myself a little while ago all I can do is the best I can do in my mind there is a (laughs) a large portion of things swimming around. I'm quite a thinker, so there's some things in my head that are getting unraveled, I will say. I record these podcasts for my own therapy, but also to put something out into the universe that may help another person, and I hope more so that it helps another person because it's important. It's important that we share our experiences and give to others so I was thinking about a conversation that I had recently and the person on the other line was angry and I thought to myself I want to be calm while you're angry and then I said to myself oh my goodness I'm getting angry just like you that's not what I want so going back and forth and back and forth, I came to a place of realization where I knew the person I was speaking to was not going to be calm. They had decided to be angry. So I had a choice. I can stay and be part of the anger or exit stage left. Now, in this particular situation, 
there is a certain amount of justification of anger. And I wanted to un unpack that a little bit. If you feel that you are allowed to be angry, you're going to be angry no matter what. Where is the breathing room there? We deal with a lot of things in this life, a lot. And certain people say, yes, you should be angry about that. But the really big statement is, anger itself solves nothing. There's nothing that someone could say where we are angry within ourselves and we solve the problem. Because anger produces a whole nother set of movement in our body. It makes our blood flow differently. It makes our words different. It even makes us look different on our face if we're not careful. So I literally spend a portion of every day just making sure that I'm calmer than the day before. It doesn't always work out, but I'm there. I'm on the path of it daily. Understanding also that you cannot make someone else calm unless they allow it. If you're a massage therapist, you're calming someone's body because you're rubbing them down and you know where to rub them, you know where the points are, and that is what you do. But in a one-on-one -on -one conversation, we all have our concentration. I did not mean to rhyme when I said that. But what we are focused on is what keeps the conversation buoyant. You know, I believe that space and time changes the shape of things as well as the vibe between human beings. Someone you haven't spoken to in two years, even if you're angry with them, that moment has changed. Whereas someone you spoke to three weeks ago could still be holding on to what they were angry about. Well, we can all understand that because it's happened to all of us. However, once again, finding a way out of the anger. This is what I work on. And by the way, if you are angry with yourself or upset with yourself or disappointed with yourself, I've learned over time, you can actually solve that quicker by putting nice thoughts into your head, by being around people who celebrate you, by reading happier things, by being in areas that feel good to you, which is probably why I'm in Central Park right now, because it's calming to me. I can feel a certain energy when I'm here. As I record this, I send nothing but the most high vibrational vibes out to anyone who is angry, especially with me. In my entire life, I've had very few people actually angry with me, to my knowledge. So those who exist now, I'm sending them all grace and warmth and so much good energy. My goal is to harm no one. In situations where we are being harmed versus situations where we are the harmer, I still believe we have the power 
to choose calm. After a while, something else will come along and it will replace this emotion of anger because it's not a perfect life. So something else will rile us up. It's almost inevitable. This is the challenge of life. What do we deal with? What do we kick to the side? What do we close down? And why is it that certain things in our life, as well as certain people, we just have a solid connection to? And we just want it to be right. No matter what it takes, we just want it to be right. Well, I'm here to tell you that I've had a couple situations like that in my life. I choose calm over everything. The worst mistake in the world, if two, three, four people get together and talk about it, they can solve it. And some of you might be saying, well, what if it wasn't a mistake? What if it was deliberate? Well, I always hold to my same feeling. I don't believe that anyone on this earth deliberately wants to hurt anyone. I give people the benefit of the doubt because I think that we are in certain situations based on our imbalance, but not wanting to hurt other people. I've been in that many a time. So those are my sentiments for today. I am with myself being in a place of introspection. And I wanted to let those messages out to anyone who needs them because I am starting a new I would say psychologically, just wanting to clear some things, just wanting to smooth some things so that the next people that I interact with or the people that I've already interacted with, they get to land on a calmer, smoother, more authentic palette. That's what I'm doing. So you could call this a very unselfish plight, yet it is selfish because I am the person who's creating the new platform that comes out of me. And that I am proud of, 100%. This has been the Morning Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Steele Gray. I appreciate you being here. I send you off with much love, compassion, high vibration, and also remember, you matter. Push forward in love and be calm. Peace.